the Cord Killers, the show about watching the stuff you love, when you want, where you want, however you want. I'm Tom Merritt. And he's right next to me. Yeah, I'm Brian Brushwood. Also right next to me, one Bryce Castillo. Oh, hi, everybody. Yeah, uh, we're doing something a little bit different. We all happen to be in L.A. Uh, because I Because I live stabbed. here. <laughs> well, because you live here. And also we had a very special he edition. stabbed. I he didn't get stabbed. It's real, real thing. Wait, but you... Came here to get stabbed. Well, no. The scenic uh, L.A. stabbings. Tom. Yes, but also to stab <laughs> Tour- others. Stabbing tourism. I, I got stabbed by famous people, and then I stabbed uh, Jason. So, right. But uh, you didn't get stabbed and then end up in L.A. It was an eternal cycle of violence, <laughs> and I'm not proud of it. And right. here we are in your studio. I'm assuming I'll have to watch The Modern Rogue to figure all that. Oh, yes, all you that. will. It's okay. going to be great. Excellent. Uh, well, if it sounds a little weird, that's why. If it looks a little weird, that's definitely why. Uh, let's start off with our primary target. Ah, uh, Brian and Bryce, I'm so glad you could be here in the same room with me for this. Our oh. cord killer's dreams oh, are coming cry. true. It's Thanksgiving. It's finally happened. We wished it. And we we, we uh, attached our wishes to balloons and we sent them to the skies and, and, and down and they, comes and raining they were filled joy. with lanterns and it rained fire. <laughs> uh, this show, we have talked a lot about the comic series Lock and Key being adapted for TV. In fact, its eight-year journey has coincided <laughs> with, with frame the rate duration and of the show, quite yeah. well. Well, uh, we've talked a lot about Star Wars, obviously, and we've been watching Deadwood week to week as part of our sister show, Spoiler in Time. We have good news Well, on all three. We have news. Yeah, we news. definitely have good exciting mostly, news. Mostly good news. It's definitely yeah. exciting news. Uh, the Deadwood movie has been approved. Whee! HBO ended the series without a proper finale 12 years ago. Long enough that it was before we were doing a cord cutting show. Uh, production began, in, or sorry, begins on the movie in October with plans for a premiere in spring 2019. That's soon it, to start production. They must have a script. Yeah. Uh, well, well, yeah David we, Milch. We, we talked about it. Yeah. We, oh, uh, sure. Uh, but but uh, here's my question. Is this going to be a widespread theatrical release or is this going to be straight to no, HBO? No, it's HBO. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right. David Milch is writing and Daniel Minahan, who did four episodes of Deadwood, is attached to direct. So. Right on. Very cool. Yeah. Well, is I mean that's great in and of itself. So Tom. if they could just hurry up. No, I uh, to be honest, like this but is we're going to finish watching Deadwood in like in a month or two. September. Yeah. yeah. Be and cool if they just finished the movie then and we up. could then just watch it right right on schedule. I feel like if we It'd be did really that, cool if they did that. I disagree because I feel like if we did that What could go wrong? We would not experience the tantric weight that everybody else has experienced. We need some analog of that gap, that 12 12 uh, year span. We have to go So this hungry. is like our MP3 of waiting to everyone else's full fidelity compact disc lossless recording of waiting. Man, there are times I just wonder if we're even speaking the same language. Uh, Compression. Oh, oh, I got it. Time compressed. Okay, uh, all right, that makes sense. That makes sense. Bingo. Uh, anyway, Deadwood movie coming. We're all excited. Uh, Netflix has officially ordered ten episodes of Lock and Key. What? Woo! Netflix wasn't it? Wasn't Hulu? It was supposed to be this? a Hulu. Here's the deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Meredith Avril of The Good Wife will co-show run with Carlton Cuse, who did the pilot for. Hulu. Uh, they're redeveloping the series and will recast, so it's not going to use any of the stuff shot for Hulu. Aaron Eli Colite, uh, who worked on Star Trek Discovery, will executive produce and is rewriting the pilot, but with Joe Hill. So Joe Hill was involved in the Hulu one. He'll be involved in this as well. This will be, what, the third... I, I, I'm sure there are multiple, multiple iterations, but of course there was the original pilot that was supposed to be a Fox thing that never went right. anywhere. Then there was this that, that was shot, and now they're throwing that out again. Now There's at least that many iterations. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Traditionally, uh, that can mean one of two things. It can mean that we are finally in for the quality that we deserve, right. or... Uh, 
I believe the term is troubled production. Yeah, the other <laughs> one so, is Cloverfield. <laughs> yeah, right. But at least with Netflix, we've seen them revive things before uh, yeah. take, and take it to the to the field goal to finish off. It's interesting. Start. Netflix has a dual reputation. If they do a movie, everyone assumes it sucks. Yeah. If they do a television show, everyone assumes it could be really good. So, and there's also chatterings that I've heard from friends. So I don't know what is in on and off the record, but I know sources say, uh, yeah, sources, uh, according to sources Uh who have sourced to people familiar with the matter, people familiar with the matter seem really, really excited about this. Like, uh, like, 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 um, I don't know if I told you this, but uh, but uh, uh, oftentimes I crash in the in the upstairs uh, guest bedroom, so I don't snore my wife awake. You told uh, me this. Sitting next to me <laughs> is lock and key, uh, like oh. like for for the past like four years. Uh, huh. That's that's what I put in case any guests the come. Uh, the comics, uh, the, uh, the, okay, the, the, the whole trade. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, yeah. you meant the characters lock and key. When I, I, sleeping I keep with I keep, you in the I keep both lock no, and key. key. <laughs> <laughs> They're also there. Yeah. You'll never guess how I keep them trapped there. They're under lock and key. Oh, okay. Sorry, never mind. Obviously, yes. (laughs) I'm excited. I'm excited and cautiously optimistic. Yeah, I am too. Uh, Here's the one that we've had them in descending order of confidence. Mm -hmm. Lucasfilm issued a press release on Star Wars Episode Nine. That's the one J.J. Abrams is working on, uh, confirming that Naomi Aki, Richard E. Grant, Carrie Russell are absolutely in the movie, as is Billy D. Williams as Lando Calrissian. That's all true. Oh, he's back. Uh, Also listed as being in Episode Nine is Mark Hamill. Okay. Uh-huh. So probably Force Ghost. That's not too hard to wrap your head around. And most surprising, though, is the announcement that Carrie Fisher will appear as Princess Leia. They will stick to their word. They will not use CG. Uh, they are going to use previously unreleased footage shot for Star Wars The Force Awakens. That makes sense, and I don't have a problem with it. Uh, I don't have a principal problem with it. It just all depends on how they use it is how well it can come off. I mean, they definitely, uh, spoiler alert, uh, she definitely survived that uh, first episode, right? Didn't she? Or the last, the most recent? Oh, the last episode. She's on the Millennium Falcon at the end of the movie. For for a second, I thought I was misremembering. And I was like, wait, was I even awake during that movie? Uh, Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, it would be weirder for them to just say like, oh, anyway, she's off in the Glockblar configuration. The way my head always went, and I wasn't, I didn't think this is what they'd actually do, but I've seen other TV series usually do this sort of thing. If the actor is no longer with first season, uh, first episode of the next season, uh, they say like, oh, George is over there in that car. Oh, the car exploded. George, you know, <laughs> or, or, or they, they, they do the, uh, they go off to the college. They do the same thing, like a local news station. And they're like, uh, you know, uh, Carrie Fisher is on assignment, you know, like, like uh, she's off in another galaxy. Oh, I, I can't imagine they could ever get away with putting Leia on assignment, but I assume she'd be like, Leia is on that, that ship over there. On, on the mission. Oh no, the ship just got destroyed by the First Order. I kind of like, well, I guess they could do that. That seems This the sounds most like they're probably going to do that with us getting to see her in the bunker or wherever that she's hiding out. One, one of the many folks before. who are there. Yeah. 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 So we'll get to see a little of her before she gets killed. Um, because she's going to get, she has to get killed, right? She's got it. And it has I mean, to happen no, early I, in the movie. Or else you're sitting there thinking like... I don't even know that she does. And in fact, part of me would love to see them thread that narrative needle. I mean, of, if they could not, do it well, I would love to see that too. I just have low confidence. If they, if they don't do it, they're going to have to keep addressing it constantly. Yeah. Well, only if the story keeps going for, forward from here. And personally, like, I think we're, I think we're done. I, well, I, no, I mean, within, within the two and a half hour movie... You probably don't have that much footage that you can show her a lot, so you're gonna have to figure out how to make that work. So you're not sitting there going like, "Oh, oh I, I know just why." Got a letter not... from we would Organa. normally see Leia here, but I guess I know why. Yeah, I mean, but you could also reframe it where it's just like, "Hey, 
all of the rebellion, because I, I guess we're in a kind of spoilery talk, uh, where we were left after The Last Jedi put us in a place where so much was buttoned up mm-hmm. that I could see this being almost a standalone next adventure where they could say, hey, all that story, that's all happening over here. Meanwhile, this story is uh, uh, yeah, no, happening I over here. It's like they're without being too spoilery if you're super spoiler sensitive i guess cover your ears but they put them in a position where they kind of have to start over from scratch anyway so 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 in this case it's like no no no, we're following this story yeah all those people they're off doing what you saw in the last movie so wait a minute what you're saying is we could get a movie that's mostly about snap wexley yeah oh my god that would be great <laughs> all right uh hey folks a buddy cop comedy between they, they have to solve a murder snap and and, and poe dameron and then it snap turns out it's bb it's bb8 it was bb8 the whole time bb8 <laughs> uh is that the name of the dark bb8 yes, from the last one that's right it's i am bb8 bb <laughs> Hey, folks, uh, if you like this kind of chicanery, <laughs> keep it coming uh, by helping us out on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Killers is the only way we support the show right now. We'd like to keep it that way with your help. Murder, she beeped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one more thing. <laughs> oh, that's right. Columbo. <laughs> Snap Wesley turned around with the Columbo eyebrow. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I guess that makes sense. The whole place, just one shoot and the whole thing exploded. Yes. You know, there's just one. One thing that doesn't make any sense about this story. Your X-Wing didn't have any fuel. Uh, if you'd like the continuing adventures of Detective Snap Wexley as a spin-off fan-created <laughs> series, support us on Patreon. We don't promise it'll happen, but it can't happen without you. So there you go. Hey, I might be able to make some calls. Patreon.com slash Killers. Let's look at how to watch. All right, this is an interesting one. Uh, Bloomberg has really good sources. They're fairly reliable. And Bloomberg says that uh, their sources tell them Verizon is considering partnering with either Google, partnering with either Google or Apple for a TV service to offer over 5G in Los Angeles and Sacramento later this year. 5G being the next wireless technology that they're going to start rolling out that has higher broadband capability, at least a gigabit or more. Uh, And the idea is like, oh, to get people to want to be early adopters of 5G service because it's in limited areas, we'll bundle it with a TV service. Google, Apple, would you like to be the service that we bundle in with that? Uh, At a a May investor conference, Chief Financial Officer Matt Ellis said Verizon wants the outside help until it gets comfortable with its own internet-based video service that it's developing internally. Google's YouTube TV offers more than 60 channels of live TV for $40 a month. Apple doesn't have a live TV streaming service yet. But of course, we all know they've been acquiring all these shows and they're expected to announce something eventually. Uh, There's lots of concerns and hopes that I have about this sort of thing. My biggest concern, I'll just throw that out off the top, is 5G service. One of the things people don't want with wireless services is I can only get this service with this company. Uh, now, Google and Apple wouldn't do it that way, but I'm sure the Verizon service would do it that way. There are net neutrality concerns over like, well, wait, you're going to be more likely to want the Apple service on Verizon if it doesn't count against your data cap. We don't know about that sort of thing, whether they would count it against your data cap or not. Uh, what, what do you think of this idea of, of the new bundle, the new bundle being your wireless service and a wireless video service as part of the same bill? So. There's a tough and delicate dance that you have to do. Uh, and oh, and don't forget, I should have made this clear. 5G service can either be on your phone or it could be delivered to a box 
in your house. Uh, and, uh, and become your house internet that you would use on your regular television. Well, and, and keep in mind, we're entering, a, maybe this is more of a DTNS uh, topic, sure. but we're entering a new phase where it's like, it seems as the technology gets better and better, increasingly dumb that we run copper tubes to everybody's house and say only if you have this tube laid by physical workers there up to the house. There is still 2010 Tom that cringes at, that, at you saying that because wireless has always been worse. It's been getting closer and closer and closer. Well, especially five G has some issues, so it may not be. But whether it's five G or six G, we're eventually going to get there. You know, and then twenty minutes from now, Elon Musk has a, you know CubeSats all over the world, and it's like it's just raining bandwidth or whatever. Which which has kind of always been. I'm the Pollyanna optimist. Facebook in this. and Google are also doing the same thing. So yeah, there's a lot of people trying to rain broadband on you. So so it seems to me like uh, a fait accompli that eventually, whether it's you know tomorrow or ten years from tomorrow. We're going to be at this point where we're going to have all the bandwidth that we need for the things that we do today. Now, this is the important part. Uh, you also have to paint a picture of what might be possible in the future that is not possible today. And that means selling people on a vision yeah. that cannot be done with the current uh, data stuff. So in that regard, it does seem like... Uh, making this available would be a good immediate like oh I get it all the TV I want on all the devices I want that's why I want uh, 5g to be honest I think that the the real the real answer is uh, <laughs> we're gonna have VR solutions that are so much more bandwidth intensive to where 5g won't be able will barely be able to cover it or or, or would be just shy of it so then that will be the thing that sets up you know well, well you need the 6g so you get the hyper reality well, with the that, smells honestly that argues for Apple and and why Google might be involved in this we know that YouTube TV has been working hard for 4k channels mm -hmm. uh, Apple may be making their service whatever it ends up to be be all 4k I'm not saying I know that but let's let's imagine that sure. they are that could be the thing is Verizon is like we've got 5g service and the only only all 4K television service in existence, and the only network that can handle it is Verizon. Sure, sure. Well, and understand, these people, they're all just manufacturing narratives. They're all yeah. trying to sell us on stories. I, I, this By is, the way, that would be a lie if they said it was the only network that can handle okay. it. <laughs> I, much like the 24-hour news cycle forces this weird, perverse thing where news stories are pitched as though they're pilots for reality television narratives. Mm -hmm. I think that this kind of, oh, you're going to want the new thing so you can do this new thing that you currently cannot do. Right, right. Somebody should take advantage of that reality show aspect of news uh, for political advantage. Oh, Jesus. Hey, um, let's talk about what to watch in Under Surveillance. Not like you, it's all about location, location. Most networks include projections for syndication when estimating the revenue they'll get from a series. Netflix has entered that game. All seasons of BoJack Horseman will run in syndication on Comedy Central starting September 26th, shortly after season five premieres on Netflix September 14th. Is this still related to that magic 100 episodes number? Do they finally cross that, I don't, that threshold? I, yeah, or I, is that an artifact of a bygone age? I It's definitely an artifact of a bygone age. I don't know if that is still used as a metric, though. I wouldn't be surprised if it is. And you got five seasons. You got enough you know, to, to fit a time slot. Comedy Central is going to roll out season five. Yep. Like it's going to premiere on Netflix, all of it on September 14th. I'm assuming Comedy Central just starts rolling them out one after the other until eventually they also get to season five. Yeah, but if 
if it's in syndication, are they, do you think they're doing week after week or do they do I think they're every, doing every like, night at 10? It seems like the thing they do lately is uh, Futurama is on on Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturdays at 4 p.m. Got so it. it's probably something like that. I'm right gonna, on. Yeah. Uh, but I think this is a big milestone that we are seeing, you know, the company the, the re-enter the old like, oh, you know, we left you all behind, but we could still here, make money off here. You. I, I got you. I got your explanation. So, so this is it used to be that uh, the real content engine was broadcast and cable television. Mm -hmm. And then once those became stale old leftovers, they got picked up by the likes of Hulu, Netflix, Amazon mm -hmm. Prime. Now we are seeing the reversal of that, where the real content yes. engine is on your Netflix. And then when they're old and stale, those leavings go. The day old bread shows up. Comedy Central is the microwave to Netflix's day old croissant. Uh, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you never microwaved Dale no, bread? Nope, nope. Oh, yeah. Fresh, like, for 20 seconds, it's like it's brand new again. Really? Yeah, you have to eat it fast. Yeah, I, man, it makes it all rubbery, though. After, Very after quickly. like, a couple minutes, it oh, makes it, it all rubbery. It gets even harder yeah. after okay. that. Yeah. yeah. It's a temporary fix. But hopefully not for Comedy Central. Apple TV. Welcome to Bread Talk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hottest news, bread cutters. Uh, uh, <laughs> Have you tried using a knife to cut bread? Corn slicers. Oh, my corn slicers. No, no. I don't believe corn Cr slicers are a real thing. Crumb slicers. You can't save money slicing bread. <laughs> Crouton killers. Eat what you want, when you want, on whatever damn bread you want. I guarantee it. <laughs> Apple TV and iOS device users can now watch the premiere episode of Hulu's Castle Rock for free. Uh, Apple has done similar things for networks, but never for a paid streaming service. The first three episodes are up on Hulu already as well. Uh, again, it's kind of the same thing as the Netflix story, which is it used to be the broadcast networks would put one episode up on iTunes for free to get people to watch the broadcast network. Now Hulu's doing it. Yep. I I, uh, I think I saw an ad for this uh, as I was skipped through on Preacher. Uh, I guess they're they're advertising on the traditional. Oh, television. Castle Rock. Yeah. Huh? Well, they're advertising on PlayStation View. Oh, interesting. They, Maybe it is. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, okay. I don't know. That's an interesting uh, thing. Uh, Netflix acquired the worldwide rights to Warner Brothers' Mowgli, a live-action movie based on The Jungle Book, directed by Andy Serkis. The movie had previously been scheduled for an October theatrical release. Netflix now plans to release it in 2019. And usually what Netflix does is they put it out in a few theaters, like Landmark theaters sometimes will pick them up. But uh, it's day and date with their Netflix release. Do, uh, I don't expect you to necessarily know off the top of your head, but is this a directorial debut for Mr. Serkis? I don't have my mouse, yeah. so I can't look it up on IMDb really quick and appear to know the answer. Okay, that's right. usually what I do. When I not here looking at You're me. like, funny you should ask, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think it's his directorial debut. It may be the biggest movie he's directed. Yeah. Uh, I mean, budget-wise, something like that. But yeah. Um, I don't. I don't have that answer. Uh, however, I do have the answer that this is. The next test in is Netflix acquiring the movie because it's a dud, and it knows from its data that or it'll is it be jumping worth it? on it because of because or it's going it, to be a hit. Is it? it stealing something from Warner where Warner thinks it's going to be a dud, and Netflix is like, oh no, this is going to be good. Don't you worry. Well, didn't they buy? Um, oh, what was they, uh, Netflix did a very similar thing at the last minute. A, a with Cloverfield. No, well, also, with, oh, yeah, with, with Cloverfield. God Particle. Uh, um, but but uh, not Anne of Green Gables, but there was a child, uh, the Little Prince. Oh, uh -huh. they, they bought the Little Prince like at the last second. They bought second. the domestic rights for it. Yeah, okay, although yeah. it was in theaters internationally. Uh, was the Little Prince going good? They yeah. also did it with uh, Annihilation. It oh, yeah. was oh, in the, right. theaters yeah. in the U.S., but internationally it was on Netflix. 
I didn't uh, see Little Prince. Yeah, I didn't either. Because it hmm. kind of, like, I saw the news, but it, it sort of... Also, I just remembered, uh, this is his third directorial <laughs> effort, Mr. Circus. I, I don't know oh, why I forgot that. Oh, you mean that. Breathe I was thinking, and the Ruins of Empire were the other ones, right? It, it, well, I, I didn't want to call you out. you're counting those. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's a TV movie, it's, Ruins of Empire. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, I'm glad you remembered that. Jogged my memory, too, when you did. <laughs> All right, uh, things premiering. Fear the Walking Dead returns August 12th for the second half of its fourth season. It has been renewed for a fifth season uh, with nine seasons of Walking Dead and five of Fear the Walking Dead. That's 14 seasons of Walking Dead. Oh, my goodness. I wonder, do the dead, will they continue to walk? I fear they will. the living continue to die in surprising and frustrating ways? I don't know. I don't watch it. Me neither. I didn't. I didn't think *Fear the Walking Dead* would catch on. I thought it was destined to be the Joey to. It's hard to Walking imagine. Dead's it's been years. five years or since *Fear* came out. Friends. Um. Yeah. It, it came out to such like ho hum. Yeah. Like reaction. I mean, it just it, took, chugging it, along. It, it, it yeah. makes me makes me think that it's not the story people are tuning in for. It's uh, the some the kind zombies. of weird hunger for watching for other people be hungry uh, for brains. <laughs> There's a trailer Content. out. <laughs> There's a trailer out for the Netflix series *Maniac*. Maniac on the floor, directed by Carrie Fukunaga (laughs) (laughs) and starring uh, Jonah Hill and Emma Stone. This is actually a a pretty big, big, big name director, uh, Carrie Fukunaga, if you don't remember True Detective. Uh, Patrick Somerville of The Leftovers is the showrunner and executive producer. It's a dark comedy about two people in a mysterious pharmaceutical trial. The io9 story compared it to Legion. It arrives on Netflix September 21st. We should we should finish watching Legion. <laughs> we really should. We should. That's our promise to you. If well, you back uh, us on whoa, Patreon, whoa, 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 we whoa, promise whoa. that we should. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, exactly that's what right. I said. That's right. Yeah. With less words. Uh, Amazon series The Romanoffs uh, from Mad Men creator Matthew Weiner will arrive October twelfth. This is not about the historical Romanoffs. It's an anthology series of eight stories about people who believe they are descended from the Romanovs, the last Russian royal family. Oh, I was hoping it was like, you know, the discarded Romans, where the Roman Romanovs. Yeah. Nope, no. not that either. Okay. I heard no. some Romanov from the late night TV. Waka waka. You Roman, you ordered the off TV? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so you guys aren't interested in this, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't we're, know anything about We're doing about our Russian best. History. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, Sorry. Well, the, 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 it, the like, Romanovs were the czars. Okay. And they were shot by the communists and executed. But a couple of oh, got it, got it, ancillary got it, got it. So, relatives uh, got away. I see. And there's a lot of people who claim to be, to be descended, descended from the Romanovs. Uh, some maybe, they all think some they're like the Rosicrucians or whatever. Like, you know, I, uh, it's we, like, in, in, the, in the U.S., the uh, closest uh, analog I can think of that I'm familiar with is someone claiming they're a 16th Cherokee. Okay. Maybe okay. they are, yeah, but sure. a lot more people claim it than Bach, than could be. Okay. So Got there's it. more people claiming they're a Romanov descendant than could possibly be. That, uh, that could be interesting, right? Uh, like a, not even heist, but like a liars. Series, it's a, series it's a, it's who... a drama. It's a, okay. yeah. I mean, it's, it's not a, it's just <laughs> Bryce, a, Bryce doing his best to be gay. He was like, well, if it's a comedy, maybe it'll be great. Like, it's really not a comedy. I'm not, I'm... <laughs> and Bryce was like, well, then okay. I've got nothing. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, Netflix. Well, how about this one? Netflix will launch the chilling adventures of Sabrina, a spinoff oh. from the CW's Riverdale on October 26th. So this is a Netflix exclusive. Yes, uh, and that for that reason, you will not see any of the actors from Riverdale appearing on Sabrina, the uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Uh, Do you guys watch Riverdale? Uh, Riverdale? Eileen does, so I've soaked up some of it 
Yeah, I watched I, I watched a little bit of it, like probably half of that first season. Veronica's eyes feel upside down to me. That's all I remember. I have no comment on that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I it's 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 a it's a very melodramatic show, which right. I think is was tough for me to watch long term. But I don't know. Maybe Sabrina would will be interesting in a different band. Man, that's tough. Oh, that's an interesting conundrum. Is it possible for me to get into a show that's a spinoff of another show without getting that, into the original? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, Netflix can, helps the can, answers. Yes. Can you think of any examples where that happened for you, or where you've watched the spinoff? I mean, I think the most, maybe the most famous example might be like Frasier. Yeah, Frasier, Frasier. Spinoff kind but, of. But but even then, I think now. we were all familiar with Cheers. Uh, so I would, in fact, cordkillers at gmail.com. Hey. Uh, I'm sure there are examples of. I want to <laughs> say there was a spinoff of the Mary Tyler Moore show that I knew as a kid. Oh, yeah. And I didn't know was a spinoff of the Mary like, Tyler Moore oh, show. Uh, uh, Mama's Family was a spinoff of. Of all of the, the Carol Burnett show. Yeah. But I watched, I watched both of those. I want to say Alice was a spinoff of Mary Tyler Moore. Okay. But it was also based on a movie, so I don't know. Yeah. All right. Uh, here's some, de- we got lots of developments because the television critics uh, meetings were this week. Netflix's VP of original content, Cindy Holland, told the Television Critics Association that the next season of Stranger Things will not arrive until next summer. Remember, we were wondering if it was going to come in October because that yeah. teaser? Mm-hmm. It ain't. It's coming next summer in order to, quote, deliver something bigger and better than they did last year. And so they really want to take the time to get it right. Is that them quietly between the lines saying like, yeah, no, we rushed it last time. We're not going to rush it this I time. mean, that it's. I see why that's where your brain goes. Like nobody says things in these meetings that mean what the words say. Yeah. But, but what maybe, if this is the one time that it does? It could like, be. All I know is that that season two definitely felt rushed, uh-huh. and uh, this sounds like a tacit acknowledgement of that. It could be. It could be. Uh, Netflix optioned the rights to Nike co-founder Phil Knight's memoir Shoe Dog. That's the name of his memoir. Uh, the book will be adapted by the People versus O.J. Simpson American Crime Story writers Scott Alexander and Larry Karashevsky. Man. So, if there's one thing I know less about than Russian history, <laughs> it's, it's <shoes>. Nike. <laughs> yeah. Don't wear shoes, do you, hippie? I'm an Adidas man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know this uh, bio either, but I'm sure, you know, the O.J. Simpson crime story people oh, yeah. could probably take the life of the guy who started. Uh, what I do know is he started with $50. That's the legend. Yep. He started with $50 and created Nike. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So. He borrowed, borrowed $50 story. from his dad, and you'll have to watch to find out if he ever gave it back. <laughs> Coen Brothers, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs is no longer an anthology series of six episodes. It's a movie now. Oh. And it'll premiere at the Venice Film Festival. Uh, it's still going to have six stories in it, apparently, but it's just Which a movie. A six-part work. movie. Yeah, like Shortcuts uh, is a movie I like that is that. Like, uh, Night on Earth is another one. Uh, Creepshow. Creepshow, too. Creepshow is a good one. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's tempting to try to read tea leaves, and I don't think there's any real information on this one, especially when it comes to the Coen brothers. Fairly exemplary uh, track yeah, record. Yeah. Uh, it'll premiere at the Venice Film Festival, and then Netflix will premiere it on Netflix before the end of the year. Tim Blake Nelson is the star. If you don't remember, he is the titular Buster Scruggs and uh, Zoe Kazan, Liam Neeson, and Tom Waits are also in the movie. HBO confirmed it's moving forward with its Game of Thrones spinoff from Jane Goldman, tentatively now titled The Long Night. Uh, If you remember, this is following the time from the arrival of the First Men to the coming of the White Walkers. Uh, The pilot was originally scheduled to shoot in November with a 2020 release, but the shooting now may not happen until spring. They didn't say exactly why. All the other Game of Thrones spinoffs are now officially on the shelf. 
too. Uh, Remember, so we were wondering if they were going to come right. with a bunch. Plan right now is no. That's probably a smart move. And honestly, uh, I, I, I think I question whether or not we're in love with this world or just the uh, pure alchemy magic of the characters and the writing and the simplicity of, uh, of, of this particular story. I am in love with the world. I don't know how representative I am. Right. I am the the I'm the nerd who bought the book with the history. I'm the one who, who backs Secrets of the Citadel on Patreon and loves when they dig into all of the lore and everything. So this sounds incredibly interesting to me. Uh, from if nothing, even if they presented it as like here's a documentary of you know the first of the of the first uh, men coming and the animals I mean, and all that like I'd, I'd love that i i don't think that's what they're going to do and that makes me wonder if they can tell a compelling story to get the people who don't like the stuff that i did like. did you ever listen to the hardcore history parody that was all the yes. game of thrones yeah we had them on sword and laser uh, actually. We so talked to those guys. good yeah, so good really good um anyway uh, game of thrones itself will return for its final season in the first half of 2019 Rafe Judkins shared the first page of the first Wheel of Time TV series script. Of course, the first page is just the title. So all you get out of it is that the episode is titled Leave Taking. Uh, that is also by chance the title of the 10th chapter of the first novel. So either they're covering 10 chapters in the first episode, which sounds like a lot when you're talking about Robert Jordan, uh, or they're compressing some things and skipping some things. And don't forget, Amazon has ordered the pilot for the Wheel of Time. They have not yet ordered the full series. The, uh, Wheel of Time, that's the one that's like 35 billion books long? Yes. It's okay. uh, or 34.7. Yeah, okay, like give yeah. or take. Uh, and, and also the one where you immediately go, we're just joking, it's the greatest series ever. Please don't write in with your hate because we know you love it. Yeah, <laughs> no, but seriously, can we all poop on Babylon 5? That show's bad. <laughs> you know what sucks is Star Trek. I hate that. <laughs> Hey, uh, yeah, we're not serious. Hey, we're not Star serious. Star Wars sucks more, buddy. <laughs> uh, the Last Jedi was good. All right, Amazon's Lord of the Rings series has named JD Payne. And I just realized you just you just one last grenade you just toss up there as we're done. <laughs> Let's talk about Lord of the Rings. No one will be upset about that. Uh, Lord of the Rings has named JD Payne and Patrick McKay to lead development of the Lord of the Rings series that Amazon is developing. Uh, they haven't given a name. Uh, to the series, nor did they call Payne and McKay showrunners. If you're like, okay, who are these guys again? They wrote the first draft of Star Trek Beyond, which was later rewritten. They're also part of the writer's room for Godzilla vs. Kong, and they're working on Star Trek IV. So these are people who have, they've been around Hollywood. Obviously, people have some confidence in them, but they don't have a track record, really. Man, I cannot pretend for one second that I am a representative individual. Uh, everyone's got their own story, their own life or whatever, but I just got an answer to my question about whether or not I'm in love with the world of Westeros uh, compared to Lord of the Rings. Like, I, I, Lord of the Rings just seems, I've spent 40 years hearing different versions of these these archetypal let me introduce you to neil stevenson's baroque trilogy oh is that why uh wait, why this is volume one yeah yeah it's another world it's uh, all world building stuff it's based on history, history though oh yeah like Isaac our history, like, I, history I, I never finished uh quicksilver i got i got or halfway perhaps in perhaps the name of the wind oh, now that's good tom's just doing prop comedy now <laughs> I, I, I gotta stop i'm sorry uh you were saying <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm looking for eliza lock lamar down there <laughs> yeah. no, this sure. is this is for amazon right like yes. i wouldn't be surprised if they saw what netflix did with the duffer brothers for stranger things which was a surprise hit. They didn't really have right, a, a, right. a track record either. Sure. Maybe they're willing to take a risk on this part of 
this large established franchise, but it's a great theory. My immediate hesitation is like, yeah, Duffer Brothers got to create Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, This is using parts of the Lord of the Rings, not the Silmarillion, Mm. to create something new that wasn't in the movies. It's a tough sell. and, and also a very expensive uh, project. Yeah, what it was is it, considered to be the most dollars. expensive TV show ever made already yes. by many people. And, yeah. and and we literally don't know a single thing about the characters or the story or anything, or even what parts of the world yeah. that they're covering. We don't know if Gandalf or Galadriel or anything Although, will be you know, in it. Although, what's funny is like, if, if, it was, if it was The Office in Mordor, uh, <laughs> like, I, like I'd, be, I'd be down for that. <laughs> the Office in Mordor. Yeah. yeah. If, like, I think they tried that with superheroes on NBC. Yeah, okay. That worked out very well. Yeah. Mm. Colony co-creator Ryan Condal is working on Amazon's Conan the Barbarian season as producer, writer, and showrunner. And Condal says they will adapt Robert E. Howard's short stories rather than new situations, which is what the movies have usually done. The show's pilot episode will adapt The Frost Giant's Daughter, chronologically the earliest story of Conan's life. They're going to do connective tissue to make the episodes all fit together, but they're basically going to just use the stories as the episode themes. How do we feel about, I mean, I, it, this sounds like there's a lot of potential for it. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, 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 too big a story for me to get into, but but I just questioned, like, on the one hand, I love remix culture, but mm-hmm. then on the other time, uh, at other times I fear that it just makes us, you know, caught in an incestuous loop of, of you know, God forbid anyone oh, make anything new. Oh, because they're adapting. Yeah, yeah. Conan. And it's great that they're adapting sure. the original, right? But right. also it's kind of great that the movies that, you know, were on cable when well, I was a kid were new stories. I guess what I would say is people have been doing just new Conan stories. Why not? Take a step at trying to tell the old it. one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's look, new right now. As long yeah. as it's good writing, good acting, good storytelling, that's all that matters. And Netflix has ordered eight episodes of Altered Carbon for season two with Anthony Mackie. You know him as the Falcon from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, taking over the role of Takeshi Kovach. Allison Shopker uh, is joining the production team as executive producer and co showrunner. She's previously worked on Scandal and Fringe. Uh, and Anthony Mackie taking over is a bit of a spoiler. <laughs> But yeah. in, in the world of Altered Carbon, uh, remember, it's understandable. like it's just part of the world. It's not oh. a spoiler that you are on a stack in your neck yep. and you can be re-sleeved in anybody you want. Yeah. That's a good idea, though, like That's changing cool. lead characters every year we or constantly. We talked about a similar possibility in spoiler in time over a certain HBO show that we were uh, talking about, uh-huh. um, I don't think we can. But anyway, sure. I, but I, I, I do mm-hmm, think that's an mm-hmm, intriguing mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, I have never read the further adventures. I've only read Altered Carbon. There are more from Richard K. Morgan uh, in that vein, and I, I assume they're picking up from that. So this will this will be all new character, cool, all new territory. I, know, I haven't finished season one though yet. I only got one episode in. I think. I, I think I made it three. Oh, I got Bonnie, six. In. Bonnie watched all the rest. And oh, really? She, she liked it. She okay. liked it. But then uh, I got scared off because uh, uh, Justin and Andrew didn't care for what they perceived to be hippie-ish elements in later episodes. Uh, mm-hmm. But but I haven't seen it, so I don't know what they're talking. I, about. Future weed. I liked the six <laughs> episodes. Future weed. It's it's future weeds. <laughs> it's future suburbia. And it's a yeah. mom trying to make money. Cyber boxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was going to try to turn that into sleeves somehow. The weed sleeves? Yeah. Uh, I got my weed sleeves for the weekend. So. All right. Uh, what are we watching, Brian Brushwood? Uh, hey, man, I watched, uh, thank you. We started late today because you gave me the gift of uh, insisting that I watch Preacher. 
And gift of insistence. I mean, uh, no, I'm we serious. We should do these commercials for Christmas. Because uh, uh, the gift of insistence. Well, well, because I could tell that it was going to be good because you instantly were like, uh, "Yeah, we'll just start the show late." I mean, you know, you could watch it. I'm not necessarily telling you that I liked it or not, but uh, but also, I didn't, I didn't, which I have done before. Like, uh, I'll just tell you what happened. It's fine, right? right? But you were yeah, like, you're no, like, I'm, no, here, let me just set all this up for you. We'll start anytime. So I watched Preacher. Put your feet up. Can I get your drink? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, I uh, also, of course, watched uh, Deadwood. But I did go see Mission Impossible uh, Fallout. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I went saw right. last, last night. Yeah. Excellent. How would you, uh, you feel? Like, top line. What was your top line? Um, uh, top line is everything about it. It's possible to have everything be beautiful and everything well done, everything well acted. And uh Somehow, for me to not really care about anyone. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. This will be interesting because yeah. I thought it was amazing. Okay. Oh, really? Well, well, maybe and, we'll talk and, about and, yeah. It's really interesting because I'm like, it's possible to do all the same things that you always do in these movies, and I totally expect them, and me still to think it's great. Yep. All, all right. right. We'll, all right. We'll talk about it and spoil it. Very cool. cool. Uh, I watched Oza. I started watching Ozark. Oh, 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 oh you oh, hadn't oh, seen oh, it yet? Oh, oh. No, I had watched three episodes, and then oh. we fell off. And out of nowhere, Eileen, I bet somebody at work was talking about it or something, was like, we should watch Ozark. So we watched two more episodes this weekend uh that's great are, are do you like it more or less or about same, the same about the same oh interesting not in love with it remind okay not but i like it. it okay yeah huh hmm. <laughs> okay. well season two's coming out soon not soon enough. i feel like they had a, na- a date announcement but i don't remember it. all right uh also mission impossible fallout and uh terrace house Oh yeah? yeah, new episodes are coming tomorrow. Terrace House Fallout, very big. Oh, I'm into that. There's Fallout. Okay. Oh, Terrace House. Oh. <laughs> See, Tom, Tom's been watching ahead. No, I've been traveling to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited. New episodes are coming tomorrow, and and oh, you haven't one. even met. I, I haven't. No, I haven't seen anything yet. Oh, All right. Oh. Uh, hey, Bryce. Hi. What should we be on the lookout so, for? <laughs> uh, yeah, new so, twist. New, normally on the lookout is where we look for things, things that we sh- want that, that that probably are going to be very good. Sure. This is alternate reality day. So okay, so I'm, I'm going to temper my my thing. I we we were traveling and I had some time to load up some movies and stuff on the plane. So I watched the new Netflix original film Tau. Did you have you guys seen the trailer or seen? I've seen the that? trailer. I never saw the movie. Uh, it, it's about a woman who kind of who gets kidnapped and and is kept prisoner in this. Uh, 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 inventor's house and he's got this a- automation AI in the house that like runs everything and has a security bot uh, and that AI is named Tao and so she he's captured her for reasons and, and is telling her hey make sure she does the thing that she has to do uh, and I think they... It's great, it's great script writing, by the way. Yeah, they acting is... <laughs> I would like to believe that's exactly... <laughs> there, there are definitely signs where he's like, make sure she does it, and he walks and he walks out for, for work today. Um, I think it was okay. Um, it's it's very, like, soft sci-fi, right? It's very, like, oh, mm-hmm. the power of friendship. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But, uh, you know, she, she is, like, kidnapped, and she's kidnapped for, like a couple of weeks and so it kind of stretches out it's not it isn't like the tense horror movie that the trailer sort of makes it seem to be uh it's it tries to be a little more cerebral than that i I think if you wanted a really soft sci-fi movie or or something that's not very heavy kind of a lighter movie i think you would like okay uh, but I, I mean, it sounds intense with the captivity, so it doesn't feel light in that respect. But I it's mean, not there hard. Is, there's like a, a sci-fi. Yeah. I'm assuming that in, in your scale, uh, uh, Ex Machina is hard sci-fi, and this is some yeah. very softer like, version like, of that. Like she starts off in in a cage, but you know, very soon into the movie, she is 
allowed to walk around the house. Mm-hmm. Like it's a very casual. Yeah, that's how it kidnapping, starts, right? Yeah. yeah. Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> but I, I, I do think some people will like Tao. Uh, I thought it was, I thought it was a little hokey, uh, but I think there are people who will like that. So right. uh, check out Tao on Netflix. Got something we should be on the lookout for? Email us cordkillers at gmail.com. Hey, Tom, what do you do? Yeah, man. How do you make money? Uh, podcasting. Is it true that you make own books? books? Good God. Lord. All of you those wrote, yours? You wrote these books? That's yeah. as big as Brian. I wrote, I wrote those books. You wrote There's books? There's multiple titles on a couple of them. Okay, but, yeah. but that's a lot oh, of books. Oh, wait, He's on. just pulled out a stack. Oh, my god. I goodness. forgot Gallium. And of course, his new book, Gallium, at tomsnewbook.com. <laughs> so, yeah, the United Moon Colonies, The Comic Ten State, Sword and Laser Anthology. I edited. I didn't write that one. Sure. Uh, Lot Beta is wow. in the same universe as Gallium, Pavaria. Tom, Pavaria. you're an author. You write so many books. They're heavy. Wow. <laughs> so you can get Gallium at tomsnewbook.com. Is that right, Tom? That's right. That's right, he says. Yeah. Tomsnewbook.com. Yeah, he says off yeah. mic. Uh, and all the rest at tommeritbooks.com, including Gallium. Let's move on to the front lines. Front lines. Researchers at 20th Century Fox. That's right scientists at 20th Century Fox are developing a deep learning system that can predict who is most likely to watch a movie based on the trailer. Uh, The AI was trained with hundreds of trailers and movie attendance data. So it'd start to make associations and learn, oh, when we see these kinds of visual representations, it seems like these kind of people go to see that movie. Uh, It has had some success anticipating the performance of movies based on the trailer as well. So they just give it the trailer without the associated data and say, okay, infer what kind of people will go to this and it matches up pretty well. It analyzes visual elements. So colors, faces, landscapes, lightings. It doesn't do temporal things, uh, for example, like a car chase where the car explodes. Like it can't, it just sees that as white thing, white thing, white thing, big orange thing kind of stuff. But it's a way for them to tailor their trailers or tell what, you know, try to predict, like, oh, this movie will yeah. bring in this kind of person. Trailers are kind of a formula. You know, there is an industry of making there trailers. There are multiple formulas. Like, oh, we yeah. do a romantic comedy trailer this you way. We do, do an action this. comedy movie trailer this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are two things. Number one, we could do an hour. And maybe it would be fun to just talk for an hour about the ethical implications of what this portents. Like, down the road, how this is just another step forward to AIs sticking a needle in our brain and making us feel pure joy and happiness and contentment uh, in a most efficient way separately press pause on that i cannot wait until these same algorithms are asked to make a trailer based on their best guesses of what sure. people would like deep trailers deep yeah. movies. they're it's gonna, gonna have be, to yeah. learn the temporal stuff to I, do that i yeah. would love to see that that would be amazing that would be cool. yeah this is but this is you know and this is far away from that but it's, it's still pretty interesting that they'll be able to it's it could be used for making the trailers it sounds from the study though that it's more about being able to anticipate who's going to show up. Right. right. Tying that to yeah, demographics, yeah. not necessarily just composing a trailer. Amazon studio head Jennifer Salky? Salky. Salk. Salk. Swing and a miss. Announced that the company has, quote, set aside for now the practice of letting the public vote on Amazon Prime video pilots. Instead, it will use internal testing and user data to make decisions about shows. The move is less about fan voting and more about avoiding the time and cost of making pilots. Uh, Salk also said the company's in the middle of a new interface for Prime Video that she says will be coming soon. I think that both their original move and this move are 100% right. When Amazon was in third place, you need to do something that empowers your viewers, makes them feel like they're part of a Even tribe. Even if they never vote. 
it just sticks in people's minds. Like, oh, the, yeah. Did they, either of you guys vote they, on a trailer? Uh, I have. I've voted on a couple. Not many. Okay. Right. But and, a couple. And I think in the early days that, that galvanized their fan base also probably provided some kind of value, uh, whether it be in the PR side of things or in the content creation side. But I think they have definitely matured past that. They are a solid number two service now. And uh, as such, they should spend money the way the grownups do. And what well, about the UI stuff? Do you, do you like the Amazon Prime UI? Because I, I hate it. No, oh, really? I, hate I hate the Amazon video. No, I, I, I just, how, just how, do you, how do you how do you watch it on consoles? Oh, and and it's yeah, what, yeah. See, I do it in, in but, uh, the, on the, the things I don't like are things that I hope that they change, but they're fundamental things, right? Like skipping through video, you click, but it's like at x it's a rate. You go two times, four times, to eight times, and it's yeah. like I just want to skip ten seconds. No, they need things entirely like new interface for for TV, and also breaking out seasons as like separate titles. Mm-hmm. I hate mm-hmm. that. I they. Yeah, they, they should just should be like Netflix does it. Yeah. You yeah. use a desktop, it's not so bad. Well, good for you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, la di da. Hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Well, and also, I want to I wanna differ with you. Well, I don't even know if it's differing. It's just additional. Uh, on, on the reason that they're dropping the pilots, I think it's more that they had no data when they started doing this. Right. And so mm. having people vote on pilots was a way to get data. But and now, now from what Salk said, if I'm understanding it right, she's like, yeah, we got plenty of data. We, we don't we don't need to waste money making pilots just to gather data. It's cheaper to do what Netflix does, which is we just order a season of a thing because we know because that we kind of show is going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Viacom has acquired Awesomeness TV, the YouTube channel that has grown into a full TV production arm. Awesomeness TV will help Viacom reach younger viewers that have moved on from its channels like Nickelodeon. So they're just kind of plugging the gap where some of the younger viewers are going to watch YouTube. Yeah. Uh, Disney and 21st Century Fox shareholders both voted to approve the sale for most of Fox's assets to Disney. What's left will become New Fox, which will include... Wait, is that like New Coke? (laughs) It is like New Coke. All right, New Fox, which will include Fox Broadcasting, More Sugar, and Fox's TV station (laughs) crew, Fox Sports and Fox News. Disney already received U.S. approval in exchange for agreeing to divest itself of the regional sports networks within 90 days of the sale. Disney still needs approval from a hand full of international regulators before it can close the deal in the first half of 2019. Yeah. Uh, so the love triangle's over. I know, but but also I'm kind of sad now because I just realized I've been cheering for more global conglomerate world domination just because I want better Spider-Man movies. Well, you, Spider-Man's Sony, so you wouldn't oh, get better wait, Spider-Man. Oh, wait, sorry, no, no, sorry. Fox uh, Fantastic movie, Four. Yeah, fa- oh. X-Men. You know what? I'm back on board. Yeah. Uh, uh, Fantastic Four still has not gotten the love that it deserves. Well... Movie Pass. Oh, Movie Pass. Uh, Movie Pass's service was unable to process ticket requests Thursday. Yes, we know, but let's just start with Thursday. <laughs> On Thursday, it was because Movie Pass hadn't paid the company the processes its payments. Parent company Helios and Matheson borrowed $6 million to pay that company and get everything working again. However, Everything didn't really get working again. Uh, and Movie Pass blamed technical issues for continued outages as well as high surge pricing over the weekend. There were surge pricing up to $23 in some reports. We had somebody (laughs) wrote in and said they saw uh, a surge pricing on Mission Impossible Fallout. Some people just couldn't buy Mission Impossible Fallout anymore. Yeah, it was blacked out in in all the non-e-ticket theaters I I saw. That $6 million loan, by the way, is half due tomorrow, well, two days from now, August 1st, with the total due August 5th. 
So the idea on that kind of loan is, oh, we'll, we'll start that cash flow again. We just need a, a little bit to get us through the weekend. Uh, source also told Business Insider that MoviePass head Mitch Lowe told staffers in an all-hands movie meeting that the service will not offer tickets at all for Christopher Robin or The Meg, and it might become policy for other big movies in the future. That might be the smartest move they could make is if they stop trying to be the all-you-can-eat buffet, but instead identify a niche and become a clubhouse that they can afford. Because right it's now, too late to make that move. Everyone, they've made their name on we're the all-you-can-eat buffet. And if suddenly people are like, oh, you're the all-you-can-eat buffet, except when the movie I want to go see is available, then you start getting people canceling. Yeah. I mean, look at the, look, and they look at need this to be raising page. users any theater, to continue any, the cash flow. It's, this is not going to raise users. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, bigger issue than we have time for in this segment. <laughs> Discovery CEO David Zaslav. Is he, is he a Romanov? He's a Romanov, yeah. Okay, <laughs> says the company is considering a streaming service for all Discovery properties, including the recently acquired Scripps Networks for 5 to $8 a month. It has not been decided if it would be U.S. only. Everybody's getting in the game right now. Yep. And I know, I know, you out there, you, I see you going, how many more of these things do we need? I can't take it. Just hang in there. They'll all go broke in the next three years and we'll be left with four and you'll be complaining that there isn't enough competition, but it won't last forever. Uh, uh, Scam School is developed by Discovery. Oh, yeah, also disclosure. that. Yeah. Uh, we didn't mention Rotten Tomatoes. Great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Time for dispatches from the front. Killers, writes Amar Payton, our barber is currently having money troubles. I'm sorry to hear that. And as he was discussing it, he mentioned that he has cable and was getting it charged $80 a month for it. We told him about streaming services, but he said he'd gotten his wife what seems to be a loaded fire stick. We don't mean a gun. We mean... <laughs> A drunken gun is a loaded fire stick. <laughs> fire TV stick that has been modified to be able to take advantage of pirating services usually is what that means. Uh, which he claims he got from Walmart. Okay. He says with this device, his wife can watch anything she wants for free. We tried to explain that it's piracy and illegal, but he still doesn't see benefits of subscription over free venues. Now, currently, he's not using the Fire Stick because he lives in another house, but I can't convince him to switch from cable and piracy to something like Sling or PlayStation View. I think Brian once called himself a proud pirate. What convinced you to switch to more legitimate alternatives to cable and satellite? Brian? Man, it's tough because this is actually, uh, to be honest, I, I this is an answer that I continue to explore. Part of it most certainly was become uh, becoming a, a more public figure, uh, being on a show called Frame Man. I was like, oh, I can't possibly continue to justify being a pirate and also being a person public because this stuff comes back to bite you in the ass. Uh, part of it also is almost certainly uh, turns out when you age 20 years, you make a little bit more disposable income and you're in a position where you're able to pay, you know, uh, $3 per episode of The Walking Dead or whatever. Um, I think, though, what I would like to believe is the biggest part is that is that it's just uh, there are number one, uh, uh, Tom, we were talking about this before the show. The first thing you said after I pointed this to you is you're, you're like, uh, yeah, that thing won't work in like 20 minutes. I'm sure it feels really I mean, good. Yeah. In general, that and experience tends you have to be to, to be willing to do a lot of bug squashing and troubleshooting to keep those things running and be careful of malware, which can crop up. Easily. Uh, and that's the other thing is that, uh, it, 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 you know, all the myths and legends of all the challenges with the malware, uh, uh, 
that reputation does not come unearned. They, yeah. It really is. Uh, and so here's the thing is the scene benefit is you spend $80 and you get a magic uh, device and you feel the very real feeling of I've stolen the keys to the kingdom. I could go anywhere or do anything. Uh, the problem is that is a lie. And, and it, uh, and, and there are aspects to it that aren't so fun when everything gets infected and you, you know, your kids photos are held for ransomware or whatever. So that's the unseen detriment. There is a cost that balances everything out. And uh, what your barber is experiencing and what I used to experience is the euphoric scene benefit while being ignorant of all the unseen detriments. Yeah. Uh, my personal most recent experience with this was cracked software. When I, when yep. I was living in Austin, uh, making $12,000 a year, yep. I oh, used cracked da. software. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because... I could get it from friends that I trusted. Right. And I was willing to go through the pain to make sure the patch work and avoid the updates. And because I was willing to do all the work. Now it's not ethical. I'm not saying it was, but there was sort of like, well, I can't afford to get Photoshop otherwise. But if I do all this work, then I will get it. Well, and, and that's kind of what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. Well, and keep in mind, also, that doesn't make it right. We're not saying to make it right. Sure. But that's the calculus you go through. And, and uh, one of the other calculus is, is almost like an environmental concern. Uh, right now, uh, the Internet of Things is the largest gaping security hole in every house in America. Uh, if you would like to have a untrustworthy device on its advertised as, hi, this is an untrustworthy device. Plug it in and, and let it have access to, to your network. Yeah, exactly. Also, on a device that will try to trick you into putting your Amazon credentials in. Uh, and we're betting you don't have two-factor authentication turned on, do and, you? And by the way, there are some ninjas out there or people who perceive themselves as ninjas who they, they're like, no, 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 I can navigate oh, those waters. Totally and possible. Maybe yeah. you can. And maybe they you can. can. Yeah, but, they absolutely can. But at can. some point, you're like, uh, man, I would rather not uh, drive without a seatbelt. At some point, you're yeah. like, yeah, you know what? I'll put on a seatbelt. And maybe the barber is that guy. Maybe their barber uh, knows how to do all this stuff, did buy that Fire TV stick at Walmart, modded it himself, and he's He's great. He's fine. We don't know. Maybe. Uh, finally, Ryan wrote, oh, sorry, uh, Michael. Uh, we mentioned him earlier. He was the one who uh, had a $4.25 surcharge on Mission Impossible. And he says, I've signed up with Cinemia, but I've yet to receive my card. So I don't know if it'll be better or not, but I definitely got my money's worth out of MoviePass. He's not mad. He says, I went to the theaters more than I have in the past, but I don't see enough movies to pay for the subscription plus the surge pricing. If they had changed my unlimited plan to a limited one, I'd be less disappointed than I am now. Interesting. I canceled. Uh, oh, you did? Oh, whoa, 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 breaking news, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Because the, the blackout stuff is only gonna get worse. Yeah. The surge pricing, maybe they rein it in, but if you're telling me I can't go see The Meg, yeah. like that's the kind of cheap popcorn movie I would go would, and see. Th that you would never pay full price never for. Would, yeah. Right. So that's, that's kind of a bummer. And uh, you know, the surge pricing, I. The, there are so many res, you know reports out there of people who are like getting surge pricing on showings that are completely empty and they're in the middle of the week in the middle of the day and it's like that's clearly not worked out right and so you know I'm gonna forget when my billing cycles up in three weeks so I'm, I'm, I'm calling Can't it. Canceled it now. Yeah. yeah. And Ryan writes in saying, with regards to our recent discussion of the I Feel Lucky button on Netflix, uh, he says, am I the only one that remembers or experienced the You Don't Know Jack style suggestion engine that was briefly available? You could select the option from your content menu. It would launch into a fake cheesy game show setting complete with a very cookie-like um, announcer. That's probably because it was made by Jellyvision, uh, now Jackbox Games. It would ask a series of questions. Are you in the mood for comedy or drama, et cetera? And offer choices on the screen and 
And after three or four questions, it would present you with a single recommendation based on your answers and prior watch history. I loved it. I thought it was fun. Clever way to solve the all too familiar sensation of just freezing because Netflix has too many choices and you don't know what you want to watch. No, Ryan, you're not the only one who remembers. Thanks for jogging our memory on that. That 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 was a cool little thing. And I'm sorry number, I didn't number keep of people. At it. I never experienced it. I never I encountered it in the it wild. Was, it was mostly on the consoles. It was mostly on the PS3. Okay. And so if you were watching on a computer a lot or or and you could make it come up too. Yeah. 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 If you wanted to. Uh, well, our website, folks, is available for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week at cordkillers.com. You can email us, cordkillers at gmail.com, and we're live on twitch.tv slash nightattack, which is also carried on diamondclub.tv Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Back in our normal digs next week. We'll talk to you then. Hey, guys. Brian and Tom here, and it's just the same old message at the end of the credits, just like always. That's right, Brian. Nothing new here except your name showing up. Oh, my gosh. Because I've you got a just name. supported us on Patreon. Yeah, all those $5 donors. Look at that. That's your name in pixels. We're going to make you famous, kid. Put your There's name in pixels on the internet. classic names in there, but some of you are new. Some of you aren't there. It's sad. What can they do, Brian? I mean, they could go to patreon.com slash cord killers and pledge $5 an episode and be one of these amazing people like this be one. Amazing. Oh, look at look at that name right there. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>